Bruce Springsteen on Dickens, Paul Kelly on Shakespeare, Justin Bieber on Wordsworth. Three great writers, two fantastic musicians. Far from choosing three combinations of literary figures at random, one of these combinations was in fact the subject of a concert held by the Wheeler Centre on the 23rd of April, a Saturday morning no less, at 9 o'clock. I'll give you a clue as to which one it was. Let's just say that nobody ever had great expectations about Bieber's latest album, Purpose. Yes, as midnight struck in Stratford-upon-Avon, signifying exactly 400 years since Shakespeare's death, the Wheeler Centre staged a reinterpretation of his sonnets by our own poet laureate, Paul Kelly, in a show that was, from premise to performance, absolutely spectacular. To begin with, the Athenaeum made for the absolutely perfect venue. Its archaic, creaking wooden seats filled to the brim with people, not put off by the early start, creating that exact same atmosphere that must have been felt. 500 years ago when the globe and then when we saw our own bard walk onto the stage put down his water bottle and quote king lear we knew that this was going to be a morning never to forget the joining of these two great artists seems like an obvious match for although these men live 450 years and 6,000 kilometers apart their deep artistic and dreamy way of talking about the world is matched across time and space throughout the show kelly played five sonnets including favorites like sonnets 18 and sonnet 36 as well as far more obscure pieces on topics that range from death to the meaning of life and love. Hearing the bard's words put in the engine of Paul Kelly's guitar and mouth organ was like drinking a cup of coffee out of a very ornate cup. Beautiful, wholesome, yet delicate, and overwhelming in a thoroughly enjoyable experience. The rough edges Paul had cut for himself on songs like How to Make Gravy and Hard Times were gone, but instead we saw the poetic heart from the Merry Soul Sessions flower once more. As someone who has been pathologically a fan of Kelly for decades, it was a surprising, yet not entirely jarring change to see him take on someone else's work, and I think it's fair to say that it cemented his ability as an interpreter as well as creator. However, it must be said that Paul Kelly's performance was just one part of this overall tribute to Shakespeare. Joining him on stage were fellow musicians Alice Keith, Vicar and Linda Bull, who were as always, incredible. And if anything, their malleable and undiluted harmonies, just Kelly's dry voice and Shakespeare's flowery ensembles in an avocado smash of beautiful music. There were also several other special guests and performers, including Frontline's Alison White and Bert Labronte, Maxine Beneva-Clark, an ensemble from the Shakespeare Down Under Theatre Company. To me, the latter two of these additional acts seem to be the strongest. Maxine Beneva-Clark's piece was entertaining and funny enough, if a bit random, and the Shakespeare Company's performance, as always, did tremendous justice to the writing through a highly commendable performance. Alison and Bert's piece was pus, but felt a bit lacklustre when compared to the rest of the show, and the choice of the most violent passages from King Richard III and Macbeth clashed somewhat with the delicateness of the sonnets. Shortly after the event, I was fortunate enough to be able to discuss it with the chief organiser and head of the Wheeler Centre, Michael Williams. All good programming comes about because it's a perfect storm mm. of different things aligning. And this mm. one was no uh, different. The Wheeler Centre does about 220 or so events a year. Mm. Um, and so actually we end up, we have more good ideas than we have days in which to do them. And we end up having to say no to potential partners more often than we get to say yes. Because mm. we just don't have space for everything that we do. Mm. But we knew that we were coming up to the 400th anniversary of Shakespeare's birth. Mm. Uh, sorry, 400th anniversary of his death. And birth, um, for that matter. Yeah. The same date was also the anniversary of his death, but, yeah. uh, death and birth. But 
It was a big one. It was 400. Mm. There were celebrations happening all around the place and, and various ways of remembering him. And so we knew we wanted to do something in that space. Around the same time in the lead-up, we got contacted by Paul Kelly's agent. Mm. Uh, he has been a great friend of the Wheeler Centre for many years, and he was coming to us now saying... I'm doing this album. It's six sonnets and a song, and mm. it's entirely the lyrics are all Shakespeare, and we're putting them to music. And I'd love a chance to to play them. And mm. so it was that perfect thing. Mm. The funniest thing about the songs is how much they're equal parts Paul Kelly and Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that makes sense. It doesn't matter that it's Shakespearean language mm. sung in Paul's uh, unmistakable voice. Mm. Uh, they could be his lyrics. You don't. Uh... And conceptually, I think. We were prepared for the fit to be a good one. And so mm. these kind of creative creative people, as you would know, yeah. take their inspiration from many sources. Mm. And one of the reasons Shakespeare has survived the way he has is the way in which he inspires our everyday language, our other mm. creative endeavours. Um, uh, so it made sense that artists would want to celebrate a true artist. It's a funny, it's a funny thing because mm. we have we're mm. going to do an event to mark a hundred years since Roald Dahl's coming up uh, later this year, and we're yeah. big Roald Dahl fans, and so we're going to do something for that. Yeah. Anniversaries are a very useful excuse to reflect back over work. Yeah. Um, and even though the Wheeler Centre's been going for uh, six years now mm. and done about two hundred and twenty events a year, we haven't done an event on Shakespeare. Before now. It's interesting because that was exactly that time. You know, you chose nine o'clock because that was when um, it was hitting midnight in, in Stratford upon Haven. Yeah, look, I shouldn't, um, I shouldn't kill the mystery of the thing, but no. I'm going to. Right, <laughs> uh, running an arts organisation mm. is often much more mundane than romantic. Paul was in Sydney on the night, so we couldn't okay. get him for the evening. <laughs> uh, we wanted him for the anniversary date. Oh. We considered doing the night before. Uh, but we couldn't get the venue. <laughs> so we had this thing, okay, well, if it's going to be on the anniversary day, and so then we hit on it, mm. is if we do it at the moment where it ticks over to midnight Greenwich Mean Time, symbolically speaking, there's something lovely about that. We can be part of the first part mm. of the Shakespeare 400 celebrations. Unfortunately, Shakespeare only died once, and therefore the Paul Kelly on Shakespeare concert was held on just that one day. However, the Wheeler Centre will be releasing their own recorded and audio and visual versions of the show, which will be available on their website shortly. Paul Kelly has also released these songs as part of another album, so you can check them out there as well. So in conclusion, it's not every day that you wake up to attend a rock concert on Saturday 9.30 in the morning, and even less often that that concert is accompanied by readings of classical literature. The Paul Kelly on Shakespeare event was a once-in-a-lifetime experience for more than one reason, and a fitting way to remember the life and death of a great writer. William Shakespeare in 1616. Thank you for listening. You'll listen to Arts Minute on City Nation.